Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, that was not a winner. Yeah, our nice bankroll over $7,000 took a big hit. It was mostly on the diamond. It could have been a whole lot worse. It was a whole lot worse at one point. I didn't even know how I was going to come onto this podcast after such a dreadful day. I'll tell you what, if that Raider game would have finished with a two-point win, I think my clipboard was going to go through the TV. The frustration level at that time was absolutely off the charts. But we salvaged some wins down the road, and that saved the night. Let's start with our National Football League five-pack. Yes, we give the five plays every Wednesday. We normally have Bill from Florida, obviously, join us. The first three weeks, we went four and one each week. This week, well, we didn't go four and one. We lost two games early. We lost on the Commanders. Yeah, Washington, I'm done with you. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Cleveland, I thought they were going to beat Atlanta, but they gave it away late. So we lost both of those games. But then we start to salvage the day. In the second session, we cash on Arizona plus the one and a half at Carolina. They went out right. And then the Raiders do get the cover. The minus two and a half, I was sweating that one out the entire way but we get the win there to get to two and two. And then in the Sunday night cap, Kansas City delivers the minus one. So we go three and two. So four consecutive weeks winning against the number with the sides. So we're off to a great start there. I want 60% once in my life. Maybe this is the year. We'll find out, but we're off to a good start anyway. My big mistake on Sunday is why did I go to the totals? Yes, the unders had been cashing all year. I played three unders, and it was an over Sunday. We did find one winner between Washington and Dallas. They stayed under the 41 and a half because Washington's offense was that bad. But Seattle and Detroit is one of the most embarrassing handicaps I've had in a long time. Well, I have a lot of them. I know that. But wow, I think both teams almost went over the combined 47 and a half. Oh, that one was over early. And then I wish I would have never played the London game. What a mistake. I have no pulse when it comes to my purple. I lose the ticket on Minnesota and New Orleans to the under. So for the totals, I went one and two. Yeah, not good. But I also lost on Kurt Cousins. He got that big pass to Jefferson late in the fourth quarter that put him over the number. And then Madison got the 15-yard touchdown catch early. I thought, hey, over 31 and a half combo yards for the game. We should be in the clubhouse. He barely gets the ball again, so we lose that one. I lost $300 on the Viking game. What was I thinking? Quarterback props, we win on Derek Carr under the 266 and a half. Like I said, we lost on Cousins. We lost on Goff, so we go one and two on the QB props. Goff, another terrible take. In that shootout game, I had him to the under. Yeah, I should have played Hawkinson. I had Hawkinson and Reynolds on my lineup at one point. And I pulled him off. We cash on Penny at the running back position. We lose on Pollard. So the Madison-Pollard combo, terrible there. So we go one and two on both of those. Wide receiver, a little bit better here. We cash on Mooney. We cash on Moore. We lose on Pittman. So we go four and five on the props. Our first losing weekend props here to date. I can live with it. We didn't have a terrible day in the NFL. It could have been a lot worse. I learned from a lot of mistakes. I won't make those mistakes again next week. I'll probably be awake when I handicap, and that'll help me. Then in Major League Baseball, it was a tough day on the diamond. Yeah, we go one and three on our handicap plays. We lose the Orioles over the one and a half in the first five, and that's the one that hurt. We had opportunities against Chi-Chi. We didn't get the job done. We scored the lone run. We lose that ticket. 
We lose on the Rockies under the one and a half. We lose on the Rays over the one and a half. Our lone winner was on the Angels over the two and a half. That was at least plus money, plus 105. But our mission 50 units there on the Major League Baseball team totals lost $195. So now that number, we're up $4,458.21. So now we need to win about 5.5 units here in the final three days of the regular season. It's an uphill battle. There's still a chance, but we're in trouble at this point. Then the ride the wave plays. We go two and two. Well, because they're juiced, of course, heavy lines. We lose money there. Twitter bets. We lose on the Orioles. You back the right game. That was the game. We should have got the over one and a half. That I was so happy about that bet, and it doesn't cash. That's how it goes sometimes. So we lose that on Twitter, but we hit the Raiders on Twitter. So when you add it all up, we lose $458. It doesn't feel good, but we had a really good week last week. We survived. It could have been worse. And now let's just get to the card for Monday and hope we can bounce back with a good day. So we start in the National Football League. It is a rematch of last year's NFC Championship game where the Rams battled back from a 17-7 deficit in the fourth quarter of course, to go to the Super Bowl. So it is Los Angeles at San Francisco. The Niners had actually won six straight against McVay and the Rams prior to losing that title game. So this has it all. It's revenge. It's rivalry. These two teams know each other in and out. The Rams have won back-to-back games now against Atlanta and Arizona since losing to Buffalo in the opener. The 49ers, meanwhile, they've lost to Chicago and Denver this year while they beat Seattle by 20. The 49ers actually have more yards per game than the Rams. I did a double-take looking at that stat. That actually surprised me. San Francisco has been held to 10 points in both losses this year, and now they're going to be without an all-pro lineman. The Rams have the third lowest rushing numbers, and now they're going to face the second-ranked defense. These teams, like we said, already know each other. Four of the last seven meetings have been decided by just a field goal. The 49ers need to try to take Cup out of this game. The Rams need to make Jimmy G beat them. I lean to the Rams and the under for the game, but I'm going to play the L.A. Rams plus the one in the first half at a minus 120. I'm also going to play the under 20 and a half points in the first half. I think this is going to be like a prize heavyweight fight. They're going to be duking it out early. So I'm going to play the Rams plus the one and the under 20 and a half. And if it's 14, nothing 49ers after the first eight minutes, I'm going to bed early. Now let's get to major league baseball. We have four games that we've handicapped and we hope to run the table and give us a shot at the mission 50. First game, it's a first five over. I don't learn from my mistakes. I'll tell you that much. I'm playing the Baltimore Orioles over the one and a half at a minus 120. For Toronto, it's Jose Barrios getting the call for the Blue Jays, a 5.370 ERA, a 1.43 whip. Ugly, ugly 6.75 ERA on the road this year, a 5.60 ERA since the All-Star break, a 5.30 ERA over his last seven. The only positive split I was able to find, he's actually pitched well against Baltimore. He has a 2-0 record, 19 innings, 8 runs, 7 of them earned, with a 3.32 ERA. With that said, remember this date, July the 31st. That's the last time Jose made a start without giving up two or more runs. Just like on Sunday against the Yankees, 
The O's should have opportunities. We just need that one clutch hit with runners in scoring position. I'm going to back Baltimore yet again. Let's go O's over the one and a half at the minus 120. Next up on the card, it's a first five under. We're on the Boston Red Sox under the one and a half plus money here at a plus 105. For Tampa Bay, it's Tyler Glasnow making his second start of the year for the Rays. His first outing lasted three innings, giving up one run on a solo homer at Cleveland. The Rays will likely limit the pitch count again today as he builds up the arm strength coming back from Tommy John surgery. Last year, he had a 2.66 ERA prior to the injury. He even had one start at Fenway last year, going six innings, giving up only one run. He had a 1.29 ERA during his rehab assignment with four appearances. His stuff appears to be working, according to what I'm reading. So I'm going to play Boston under the one and a half in the first five at a plus 105. Next up on the card, it's a first five over. And right now it's at one and a half. I'll be shocked if it doesn't go to two and a half, but we'll find out. We're on the LA Angels over the one and a half and a minus 145. For Oakland, it is Adrian Martinez making his 12th start of the year for the A's. He has a 6.08 ERA, a 1.48 whip, a 6.94 ERA at home, a 5.82 ERA over the last seven. He had back-to-back good starts against the Yankees and the O's. Since then, he's given up three or more runs in each of his last four starts, including last time out against these very same Angels, giving up three runs over four and two-thirds innings. The Angels are red hot. I'm on the Angels over one and a half in the first five at the minus 145. Next up on the card, it's the first five under. We're on the Arizona Diamondbacks under the one and a half at a minus 140. For Milwaukee, it is Brandon Woodruff on the bump for the Brewers. A 3.05 ERA, a 1.09 whip on the season. After a terrible April and May, he's been really good. A 2.33 ERA post-All-Star break, a 1.98 ERA for the season at home. He's given up one or fewer runs in four of his last five starts. His last bad start, you guessed it, at Arizona on September the 1st, where he gave up five runs over five and two-thirds innings. So we're not going into this blind. This is a must-win game for the Brew Crew. I think Woodruff delivers a good start. I'm on the D-backs, under the one and a half for the first five at a minus 140. Next up, your Ride the Wave plays. We have four of them on the card here for Monday. Play number one, the Toronto Blue Jays over the Baltimore Orioles at a minus 135. That is Barrios against Kramer. We're on the LA Angels over the Oakland A's at a minus 175. That is Sandoval against Martinez. We're on the Chicago Cubs over the Cincinnati Reds at a minus 135. That is Wisniewski against Green. Remember, I can't pronounce names. I apologize for that. Play number four, we're on the Atlanta Braves over the Miami Marlins. No line available yet. That is Elder against Lizardo. So that is what we have on the card for Monday. So let's recap it. We start again in the National Football League. We're on the LA Rams plus the one in the first half at a minus 120. We're on the Rams and the 49ers under the 20 and a half points in the first half. Major League Baseball, first five over. We're on the Baltimore Orioles over the one and a half at a minus 120. 
First five under, we're on the Boston Red Sox under the one and a half at a plus 105. First five over, we're on the LA Angels over the one and a half at a minus 145. First five under, we're on the Arizona Diamondbacks under the one and a half at a minus 140. Ride the wave plays Toronto minus the 135. The Angels minus the 175. The Cubs minus the 135. And the Braves, line to be determined, will post it in the show notes. So that is your card for a Monday. I hope it's better than Sunday. We'll find out, though. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.